This week's message, given by Pastor Stephen Yun at the Sacrosanti United Methodist Church, September 3rd, 2023. The message is, Turning Aside to Our Burning Bush, based on Exodus 3, 1-15, and Matthew 16, 21-25. Would you join me as I pray? Oh God, in this silent moment, you speak to us. You speak to our hearts so that we can live as your people, so that we can fully live an abundant life in you. Oh God, our words, our language is always inadequate, limited, and yet you still speak to us through these words. As we listen to the words of Scripture, oh God, inspire our, our hearts, teach us your way. We pray all this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, Amen. So tomorrow is a day to acknowledge the hard work and dedication of workers in various fields and their contributions to our lives and our well-being. As we celebrate Labor Day, I would also like to recognize those who have retired after many years of their dedicated service. Is there anyone here who has retired after working for 40 years? Anybody? Yeah? 40 years or 30 years? Maybe you're close to that. Anyone here who has retired after working for 40 years in the same job or the same field? Wow, we have, we have three people at the 9 a.m. service here. How many? One, two... Three, four, five, Me. six. Yes, 40 years. Well, these individuals are like potential Moses who worked as a shepherd for over 40 years in, in the Median wilderness. As we discussed last night, Moses was a Hebrew baby rescued from the water and adopted by the daughter of Pharaoh, Egyptian, Egyptian king. He grew up in a royal family, so why did he ultimately become a shepherd in Midian? It was because he had killed an Egyptian who was beating a Hebrew slave. This act forced, forced him to flee from his people, from his home, as an individual Moses existed in a sort of in-between state of being a part of Egypt, the oppressor, and a part of Hebrew, the oppressed, the enslaved. He wasn't Hebrew enough. He wasn't Egyptian enough. He didn't, he didn't belong anywhere. 
as their Hebrew origin of his name suggests, he was a son of nothing. And that was his ex- existential status. And one day he was rising star in Egypt. And another day he became a refuge in a foreign land. One day Moses was doing his routine job in the wilderness, tending the flock of his father-in-law. He led the flock to Horeb, the mountain of God, where he saw a burning bush. He could have gone this his way since fires in the desert are not uncommon. But there was something strange. The bush was burning but not being consumed by fire. In the language used in Exodus 3, Moses' attention is, is caught not by the flames in front of him, but that this burning bush was not consumed by fire. Huh, how could this be? Something is burning, but what's sustaining the fire? He wondered. This means he just didn't pass by and ignored it. He stopped there to pay attention to the scene. And in verse 3, Moses says, I must turn aside and look at this great sight and see why the bush is not burned up. When Moses turned aside to the burning bush out of curiosity, something more amazing happens. The Lord called to Moses out of the bush. Moses, Moses. God calls him twice here, not because he doesn't know where he is, I'm sure those who have raised boys would understand this, but many times you have to call their names more than two times in crescendo. Why? To gain their full attention. Sometimes grabbing their faces or shoulders helps. But regardless of the message or how you say it, if you don't capture their attention, it goes unheard. The message gets lost. In verse 4, when the Lord saw that Moses had turned aside to look. He turned aside to look. God called him out of the bush. You know, it was when Moses made this small action that God spoke to him out of the burning bush. This morning, friends, I would like us to think about the burning bush Moses encountered. The burning bush we might encounter as Christians in our Christian journey and what it means to turn aside to our burning bush. First of all, let's think about the burning bush. Shrubs and thorn bushes are the ordinary part of the wilderness. They're everywhere and as the ecologists say, there are plants in the desert that release a um, variety of volatile oils that can catch the fire, you know, readily, especially a plant called the dictum, dictumnus albus plant, or what is called the gas plant, which is found throughout the northern Africa, has been suggested as a candidate for the burning, burning bush Moses saw. The rationalist tries to explain that Moses watching this type of plant But the thing is, the plant's oil do not catch fire spontaneously. 
they need a source of ignition. Whether it was gas plant or not, the bush that was burning in front of Moses gained his attention. The bush itself or even the flame was nothing strange to him. As part of nomadic people, those events must have been ordinary to Moses. In a Christian magazine, a British Christian wrote about this experience from a Moses point of view. I I found it very interesting. It goes like this. This is uh, from Moses' perspective. I could have walked by. It was a stranger side to be sure. But I could have walked past, averted my eyes and focused on the sheep. But a full-time job, a wife, a family, a job, I had no need to notice anything out of the ordinary. Life was full. Life was all I wanted to be. And yet, and yet I looked, a bush burning, yet not consumed by fire. I was puzzled, intrigued, curious. All that and yet more, it was as if I was drawn. I was cold, I was pulled, I was invited. God has stepped into the ordinariness of a day and enticed me to step into the extraordinary. In the wilderness of the wilderness, God marked out a sanctuary a holy ground onto which he invited me to stand. Bare soul against bare sand, so that my body should know in time my soul's encounter with the eternal. You know, for Moses, the burning bush might have appeared as an ordinary part of his day. But when he turned aside with curiosity, with a sense of curiosity and mystery, he encounters something extraordinary. I believe this is what our faith is all about, friends. The ability to uncover the extraordinary within the ordinary. Faith involves trust in God. It's about our trusting relationship with God. But it is also a place where we stand with God. It's a place where we stand in the presence of God. Because faith forms the solid ground on which we face our life challenges and mysteries. Many people turn to God when they confront life challenges and mysteries, just as some turn away from God. These challenges and mysteries in life become their burning bushes. Encountering such experiences, people turn aside to God's presence and his voice, his purpose. And they go through life transformation day by day. When we turn aside to God, when we capture, when God captures our heart, our full attention, that's when the real works begins. A week before my vacation, I was working on removing the thorn bushes from the driveway at Parsonage. I had brought this uh, thorn bush plant, which had uh, long and sharp thorns that, couldn't, that could not be uh, held. You know, you need a, a thick uh, protective globes to hold it. 
So removing them with uh, bare hands was challenging, but there's one simple method that made it easy. By ex excavating the ground around the plant and grabbing the part beneath the soil, I could remove it without experiencing any pain. That's how I can hold it. But there are a lot of thorn. You cannot grab them. Friends, no matter how broken we may feel, no matter how thorny, how hardened our hearts become, there's always something soft, something vulnerable, something untouched deep within us. And our God speaks to that inner part. God speaks to that part. Just as he spoke to Moses from the burning bush, he calls our names. He renews our hearts. But it often begins with a small bush, minor event, seemingly insignificant experience. But with God, it grows into something much larger and extraordinary. Our human tendency is to seek something spectacular, something gigantic. Something profoundly miraculous when we envision God's intervention and guidance. However, many, many times God's presence may manifest itself in the form of a small burning bush. If you don't pay attention to it, if you don't turn aside to it, you may miss the opportunity. You may miss the opportunity to hear God's voice and his purpose for us. In this regard, we are all like Moses, minding our own business, tending our sheep, doing our routines in our everyday lives. Moses was doing the ordinary routine things of his life, the same thing that he did the day before, the week before, the year before, throughout his 40 years of life. Like Moses, we have our own ordinary business and expectations. But there are times when this ordinariness, expectations are interrupted, shattered. There are times, and these are the burning bush moments when God calls us to stop and take a second look. The problem is, though, that we mostly ignore them, go about our daily work without turning aside to it. They're the burning bush moment we let go of and we miss a deeper connection and communion with the Lord. Friends, this morning I want to invite you to think about what it is that hinders you from turning aside to God's presence, to God's voice, and to God's perspective today. According to the story, it was the first time Moses heard God calling his name, Moses, in Moses. Does this mean that God had never called Moses in his 80 years of life? What are your thoughts on this, friends? I've often wondered why God didn't speak directly to the bad guys or evil individuals in the, in the Bible. In Exodus story, God calls Moses and give him, gives him a mission to deliver the Israelites out of Egypt, slavery. So why didn't God simply address Pharaoh directly with a thunderous command? Let my people go. 
Well, the thing is, we don't really know how many times God reached out to Pharaoh to speak to him. Because the scriptures were written by those who are faithful, those who turned aside to God's voice and listened to him and obeyed God's way. What we must admit with humility is that we do not fully know the full extent of God's activity. We don't know how many times God called Moses through various signs and miracles in the ordinariness. And how many times Moses simply ignored or passed by. It's a mystery we just can't unravel. Friends, when we turn aside to our burning bush, like Moses did, we are invited to enter into holy ground. We are entering into the presence of God, a place where God touches our hearts. Help us hear His voice and purpose and accept His call. Who can embrace this sacred blessing? Elizabeth Barrett Browning, a British poet, commented on the story of Burning Bush, and, he, and she wrote, Earth is crammed with heaven, every common burning bush afire with God, but only who, who sees takes off his shoes. Only he who sees. Only those who turn aside to their burning bush. Amen.